0: Hi out there, I'm Pat Paul, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Art Beat Northwest. Each week we interview folks from the visual arts or the performing arts and talk about goings on in our local Pacific Northwest area. And today we're talking about women painters of Washington, a long-standing group formed almost 90 years ago. Wow, that's longstanding. And here to talk with us are members Pamela Beer and Judith Heim. Pamela Beer is now working with oil and cold wax. Yes. She, she's going forward with a new technique, right? And uh, Pam's work has been in many exhibits uh, all around the Pacific Northwest, and she has won many awards. Welcome to the show, Pam. Thank you. And uh, Judith Heims is an inter disciplinary artist working with water media, torn paper collage, and found objects. You're still doing that, Judith? Yes. Okay. (laughs) And uh, so her work is really expressive of reflection and whimsy, and she has been in many solo and group shows. Welcome to the show, Judith. Thank you. Yes, great. You could come. Before we get started, though, with Women Painters of Washington, uh, let's talk about some fun events coming up very soon in our area now coming up uh June 14th to 16th which is Father's Day weekend is the Edmonds Arts Festival and really I love this festival it's one of the best such a pretty town for one thing and you know the weather's always really nice at that time of the year it's just one of the best festivals in the Pacific Northwest and they have over 240 artists booths artists love it too Free live music, lots of free live music, entertainment. And they have a juried art show with over 400 regional artists participating. They have hands-on children's art activities and also, of course, lots of food booths. And it's just a really nice party. So get to the Edmonds Art Festival. Lots of quality art, music and activities. And then also, of course, another classic in our area is the Fremont Solstice Parade. Now that's coming up Sunday or Saturday, June 22nd. And of course, this is a must see. It's imaginative, edgy, and they're all it's all people powered uh floats in the parade. Of course, a lot of people, of course, walking too. Uh, But the floats have, like, a lot of weird creatures and all kinds of odd themes, just like we expect from Fremont. They have bands. They have dancers of all kinds, uh, people in outrageous costume. And, of course, they have bicyclists in weird clothing or none at all. (laughs) If you really want to be in a parade, you can join the Kazoo Band because they've made this kind of all-inclusive for people. And you can actually bring your tie-dyed shirt or they have a place where you can tie-dye one. And then uh, they supply the kazoos. And then you just go there and they're doing, uh, you know, all kinds of melodies that everybody already knows. And you just march march with the band in the parade, you know. So they want everybody to feel like they can participate. So it's just a wonderful thing. Of course... The Fremont Fair will also be happening that same weekend, and it's June 22nd and 23rd. And for more information, you can go to FremontFair.com. We'll be back shortly talking about Women Painters of Washington on Artbeat Northwest. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side by side, creating art in glass, metal, stone, and wood sculpture, jewelry and metal smithing, painting, drawing, printmaking, and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org.
1: Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound.
0: Welcome back to Art Beat Northwest. We're here talking with. Pam Beer and Judith Heim about women painters of Washington and now almost 90 years. uh, Let's talk about how this all got started and what happened to get us started. Well um, Pat in
2: the 30s there were a group of women that uh, were working together and taking an art class together and it seemed that the art scene was predominantly male-dominated. And as a matter of fact, the um, instructor that one of these ladies um, worked with sort of didn't show up for class most of the time. He would just sort of pop in after the students had had an opportunity to play around with the paint a little bit. And then he would come in and sort of pass judgment on their style. <laughs> but there were, um, there were six women that uh, started Women Painters of Washington, sort of as an answer to the male-dominated art scene. And then these women went on to invite 25 other women to participate, and that's how Women Painters got started. And these women also were um, the foremothers, if you will, of the uh, Seattle Art Museum. We actually have a cornerstone there signed by our first president, Elizabeth Warrenick. And Elizabeth and several other members that were original women painters were part of the WPA or the work programs um, put on by, was it, was it? Roosevelt? And, uh, and that's how they got paid. And as a matter of fact, um, some pretty famous um, murals around the city and around the United States were done by some of these women and the Grand Coulee Dam project. So um, fascinating work. And we have been around since I think we were incorporated as an organization 1930, in 30, 30. So we'll be 90 years old next year. How, and um,
1: how wonderful.
2: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I don't know what we'll do to celebrate. But we are an organi- we've had over 1,100 members um, in those, almost 90 years. And today we have about 200 members, maybe a few more. And our charter is to educate and give opportunities to women in the state of Washington to show their work and to share their work with other people. We jury women into the organization once a year. It's a quite a rigorous process of Completing an application, providing your work, and other members must vote. And once you're voted into the organization, then we give you a job to do. (laughs) Oh, everybody has a job. Everybody has a job to do uh, so that the organization runs very smoothly. We actually have a gallery to run, and that is not a small task. Our gallery is located on the third floor mezzanine level at the Columbia Tower in Seattle and we're open 11 to 4. We always have work. It is free and open to the public. We sell work there. And let me tell you, these women are professionals. The work is absolutely stunning. Very professional work, very professionally framed and cared for.
3: Do you want me and to talk?
2: and then uh, and then we have we have internal shows and we have external shows and I'll let Judith talk about the the shows.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: So we change
3: our shows out quarterly in the gallery. And currently we're showing Fresh Pressed, which is primarily printmaking media. And then upcoming, uh, we will change out at the end of June. And so from July 2nd to September 27th is the Language of Blue, which will be many different mediums. And all of our artists are um, very individual in the way that they um, style and present their work. So we work in many different mediums, um, unlike like say the Watercolor Society or the Pastel Society. So you'll always see a very wide variety of work in the gallery, usually built around a theme. And then we do at least two juried shows outside of the gallery a year. And part of our mandate is to show in different parts of the state of Washington. And it is Women Painters of Washington, so we encourage membership from all of the areas, even though a lot of our activities are based in Seattle. Um, And so... uh, Recently, we've had shows at um, Matsky Fine Art Gallery and Sculpture Park on Camino Island. That was our fall juried show, um, and then we just recently finished up a show at Scott Milo Gallery for our spring juried show called "A Brush with Color," and um, and then we'll be heading south and going to Tacoma in the fall, uh, from September twenty eighth to November 18th, um, we're showing a show called Elemental Rhapsody, a juried show, and um, that is at the American Art Company in Tacoma. And then Pam was saying she didn't know what we had planned for 2020, and um, we have a few little tricks up our sleeve here. Um, Our 90th anniversary year, and it's also the anniversary of women's voting rights in 2020. Big so, year. <laughs> the big year, yes. Um, so we're doing um another show at Matsky Fine Art Gallery in Camino Island in March of 2020. Uh, and I think we're going to call it in the present tense celebrating our heritage in the present tense so that we can really show what our artists are doing now. And the Matsky Gallery, if you've never been there, it's um, quite a ways up on Camino Island, it is 10 acres of Sculpture Park well, been and there. a beautiful, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's and really a beautiful, 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 gallery. beautiful gallery. It's really kind of a destination location and a great place to go for a Sunday
2: drive. And we love Carla. We just yes, want to plug we, we Carla. <laughs> she, <laughs> is, she is she's awesome. She's a
3: wonderful, yes. wonderful supportive person uh, of our group. And, um... Then we'll be doing a show in uh, Wenatchee, the second part of the year, um, which is The Legacy Continues. And it's the Wenatchee Valley Museum and Cultural Center, which is the old original post office. And in the lobby of that building is a WPA mural uh, painted by Peggy, Peggy Strong, who was one of our founding members. Clear early back members in
0: 1930.
3: Back in 19, in the 1930s. How wonderful so, that it
0: came all the way around there.
3: Very serendipitous that no. we ended up with that location. Yes.
0: Great. And I want to ask you now, do you have an executive director or do the members run everything? The members run pretty much everything.
3: We have a board. Yeah. But no one no one is if what you're asking is is anyone paid?
2: No.
0: Oh, you <laughs> are doing volunteer. so much with yes. unpaid staff. That is yes. totally amazing.
2: We we meet every we meet every month the board does and then we have a general meeting and we do a lot to ensure that we have good speakers every month. We generally meet at the Sam or at the Edmonds'. Uh, artworks, artworks. So and, you have speakers every month. Mm-hmm. Are these
0: for the membership or just the yes. board? Oh, oh great! So that's your part of your education. Do you mm-hmm. have classes or uh, well the, workshops or things like that? The that you sponsor the
2: presentations are either um, a gallerist or someone to come in and educate us about the business of art, or someone to come in and do a demo about the art. Or um, I think we've had. Um, we've had gallerists, we've had demos, we've had um, uh, curators come and talk with us about how they curate art or how they archive and not archive but appraise art. We've had art appraisers. So just a variety of people coming and speaking to us to help us as an organization to continue our education. And, And I'm the program director, by the way, so it's kind of my job this year and
0: last year. And all your two hundred odd members have a job. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Wait, I think it's I think it's supposed to be every
2: other year. Yes. Oh, every other uh, year. You, you have, have to have job. a job, but that, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. In my you know, like in Judith's case, in my case, we both have. Now, how active. does this
0: group work? Like helping <laughs> you with your art networking and things like that. Do you notice? Is it uh, is it productive to be you know, talking with all these artists, or uh, do you find out things, or is this I is think a good so. One?
3: I think we yeah. we have a pretty good exchange of ideas, and um, by showing in different venues, we help our artists make contacts with, um, you know, with other possibilities of places to show and communities to share their work with. Well, oh, okay. And being an artist
2: is a lonely, it's a lonely career unless you have a good network or a good uh, connection with other people. And I think that it, it's neat to be able to pick up the phone and call someone else in the organization and say, hey, I've got a problem with insurance. Can you, what have you been doing? And and get an understanding of that sort of thing. Um the, the thing that I've gotten out of it, being involved in the board and being the program director, is the connections that I've gotten to make that have helped me as well as some of the other ladies. We had, um, I don't know if you know, you know Kathy Feek, mm-hmm. don't you? I think you know Kathy. She works for the Evergreen Hospital, and she does a lot of the art curation for several hospitals. And she shows art. And so by having her come and speak to the, to the women... Um, she has gotten a lot of phone calls and opportunities to share some of their work for them as well. So oh, that's wonderful. It's, it's good, yes. And so we, we just try to stay connected. I mean, we're very um, very involved in one another's lives in, that, in the art space.
0: Now, I want to get back to one thing. You talked about your gallery in the Columbia Tower, mm-hmm. and you were telling me a bit about it because it sounds fabulous. I have not been able to get there. But I, I'm going to. Uh, architect designed uh, floating walls. Yes. the um,
2: Judith, you want to talk about the genesis of it a little sure. bit? Yeah. Well,
3: the space was built out before women painters took the gallery over. And there was another gallery in there, which I think was run by the building management. And then they decided they really wanted someone else to to do it. And um, so they contacted Women Painters of Washington, and, of course, we were thrilled to have this gorgeous space. Now, how and long have you had that space? I think about 12 years. Oh, that's quite a while. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it was designed with movable walls. And um, I don't know if I can describe this very well, but there's tracks on the floor with big, round, um walls bearings that brass. Mm-hmm. that then they're all brass, beautifully machined hardware and and those slide and, and move for us. And then we just recently redid all the lighting. So it is a beautiful, beautiful space.
0: It it's, sounds like a wonderful mm-hmm. space to display your own work, right? It is. It is. So the, very- the
2: lighting is fabulous. The space is wonderful. And if and if people come visit us from eleven to four Monday through Friday. There are a lot of new food venues on the first and second and third floor of the Mm -hmm. Columbia Tower, a lot of sitting space. So it's sort of a destination if you've got a guest and you're bringing them in from out of town. You know, come down to the Columbia Tower, have well, a nice lunch, and come into the gallery and go up and visit you the know, they, tower. They do a yeah.
3: tour of the building, and and you can oh, go up to well, the yeah. top of Columbia Tower. Oh, I'm bringing see, a friend down for and lunch. See out. So, um, <laughs> so a lot of our visitors in the summertime, especially, have uh-huh. gone on the tour, and then they come down the escalator and they say, "Oh, we didn't know there was a gallery here," but they wander in and yeah. um, and sometimes. And sometimes they buy something.
2: Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> they buy, which is wonderful. We're always happy about that since we are self-funded. Um, the The gallery, to run the gallery, we take 20% from our members, which is really low. Most, yeah, most really galleries low. take 50%. So that's a, mm-hmm. a real advantage
0: yeah, to, it is. to being yeah. a member. And um,
2: and sometimes we have music, music there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the... Uh, We all sit the gallery. So if we have work in the show, we'll sit the gallery, depending on how many people are in in there. So it might be three times during a three-month period.
0: Okay, so you are the ones that are there in the gallery. It's always an artist who is a member. Very nice. But it's already time for a break. We'll be back shortly talking more about Women Painters of Washington
1: on Artbeat Northwest. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Featuring a school of over 400 glass fish from makers around the world. School, the Joseph Rossano Salmon Project, highlights the plight of global salmon and steelhead populations and recognizes current conservation efforts. See it at BAM from April 12th through August 11th and save the date for the 2019 Artful Event Auction Gala on Saturday, June 29th. Artful Evening is BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year. Supporting world-class exhibitions and essential community programming. Get tickets and learn more at BellevueArts.org. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with... Pam Beer and Judith Heim about Women Painters of Washington and you are members of this wonderful society but you also have your individual art so Pam can you talk to us a little bit about your journey into art?
2: Sure Um, I have been painting for over 30 years but I really started doing this in earnest in 2013 when I left my corporate position. And uh, I, I was really stressed out in information technology, so art was always, always my way of making my life bearable. And I've always been creative, so it was a natural fit. And in 2013, I began this journey in earnest. And I have to say that I have loved every minute of it. It has been challenging. I paint almost every single day. and. Uh, it's been very challenging but it's been a lot of fun I started when I first started I started in watercolor and then I moved to acrylic and I've been working in acrylic now for about 20 years I paint typically if I do representational work I do usually do women or something to do with women and if I and then I do abstract work lately um as a matter of fact, in February, I went to Berkeley and I took a workshop in oil and cold wax. And I began working with oil and cold wax. There are no brushes involved. It's brayers and squeegees and a lot of um, frustration learning how to manage the medium. Oh, but oh. I am learning how to manage the medium. And I love every minute of it. It's um, It just glows under the appropriate lighting. Ah. And it is, it is a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, if... Uh, and I will. I can work on paper, or I can work on wood panel. Typically, I work on wood panel. On the 26th of July, June? June, the last part of this show that's going on right now. I'm going to take some of my oil and cold wax and some oil paper to the gallery, and I'll be sitting the gallery that day. But I'm going to set up demos. Oh, nice. So if you happen to be in the area on the 26th, pop in. And you might get a chance to pick up a little uh, sample art piece and watch me play around with the oil and
0: cold wax a little bit. Oh, that's that's really nice, That'll fun. fun. I, I'm going to make mm-hmm. a note to be there. Okay. Yes. And so you must be enjoying this new wax and oil I technique. am. I am. I am.
2: It's a lot of fun. It's different. The, the work has l- less ability for me to control it, and if you've seen you've seen my other work, and right. I do tend
0: you to. You must be control. getting some really good results because <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't be sticking with it. But I do enjoy it. Um, now you've said that each morning mm-hmm. you wake up with angst, and art moves you to a state of hope. That's true. Um, uh, could you explain that further? <laughs> well,
2: you know. I overthink everything, and and I've always been the kind of human being that strives. And when I'm in my art room and I'm able to break out my paint and just be in there with some nice music, and it can be anything, depending on my mood, I just play, and I enjoy it so much. And I'm often, when I'm painting— Oddly enough, I often have a person or particular people in mind when I'm painting something. And a lot of times what I make will sort of reflect how I feel about these other people in my life. And they could be people that I don't know very well. They could be people that I'm extremely close to. And, um, and I do, I sort of, you know, I, I write words onto the panel. I write prayers onto the panel and then I begin to paint so a lot of these things are are buried, but they're in in the pieces. So yeah, it's a very they give a depth. It's a spiritual piece, yeah. Uh-huh. It's very spiritual in that regard because it is about that. It is about that connection to um, how I feel about relationships and other people. That's why I often paint. Um, I often paint women or things that represent women because I believe that we are, um, as I always say, we are scarred and tattooed. But we arrived just in time and perfect for our purpose.
0: That sounds great. I love so. that. You should have that on your cards. <laughs> now, Judith, how has your art developed over time? Well,
3: it's gone through many different iterations, and my background was design. And I my, did you work in my design? My major at Cornish was in interior design, but of course, oh. there's a lot of art involved in that, and. Um, a lot of learning how to render and show somebody an idea of what something could look like that didn't exist yet. Ah, and so that was sort of where I originally came from, and um, and then I worked in interior design and um, commercial exhibit design and graphics for many years. But
0: you and, but your and, things are so freeform and creative. There's, they must be very different
3: from what you used to do. Yes, because I was uh, drafting and and doing kind of precision. She's what sorts we call a
2: recovering designer. Yeah, oh, recovering, I like that. recovering designer. designer. I like
3: that, it. That's good. <laughs> and um, so, and then I was teaching at the art institute. I was teaching drafting and design. And one day I came home and I thought, I just, I just feel like I need to throw paint at something <laughs> because I was watching people try, trying to. Teach them to draft with instruments, and um, and being very tight and scared and scared of a white piece of paper, and it was like I just wanted to
2: (laughs) draw it for them. Yes, yes.
3: So I started working with colored inks, and on and and my husband was calling them my Rorschachs, and um, and then that over the years has evolved and I love texture and I love paper and handmade paper so I started collecting it and doing collage.
0: Oh great well it sounds like you've had a lot of fun over the years. Yes. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much Pam and Judith for coming into the show and talking about Women Painters of Washington. Now how can we go online to find more about your exhibits? From women, women painters of Washington.
3: You can um, go online and uh, Google, you know, www women painters of Washington, and it will take you to our website.
0: Okay, and it'll and, talk all about these wonderful exhibits you have. Yes, yet.
3: and many of them are posted. you, okay. know, you can
0: also follow oh, us think. on
2: Instagram. We do have Instagram yes. and a Facebook account. And uh, Judith, you have you have Instagram, don't you? I. Do not. I have Facebook and I have my website.
0: Okay. And you can
2: follow me on Instagram, Pamela K Beer. Pamela underscore K underscore Beer. Like the beverage.
0: Thank you so much. And I want everyone to be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. for RB Northwest. I'm your host, Pat Polly, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.